Welcome to the Empower Moments Podcast. This is a podcast curated by women for women. We want you to know that you are not alone in any battle or struggle that you are facing. We have been there. We have cried. We have struggled. We have prayed. But we have also overcome. Now we want to empower you to do the same. So grab your book, Empower Moments for the Everyday Woman, and come along for the ride. Today's host is Kristen R. Harris. Enjoy. Good day, Empower Women. Welcome back to the Empower Moments podcast. I am Kristen R. Harris. I am the creator and founder of the Empower Moments Global Ministries slash brand, the creator of the Empower Moments series of books. And I am delighted that you are here and that you have continued on this journey with us. I am popping in today to discuss day number 23, you have something to live for. Now I know it's October and we just came off of Suicide Prevention Month. And so this is a timely message. We missed that month, but this is definitely something that we can talk about anytime because there are so many people who struggle with thoughts of suicide as a result of depression and other things that they have experienced and endured in life. And in this particular chapter of the book, I speak specifically about my struggles with suicide and how they date back so far to when I was a child from issues with bullying, um, then going into adulthood and issues with my mom and her addiction, and then following into adulthood. And I think I just said adulthood, but that was the teenage years and then coming into adulthood and just struggles in life in general. And so um, I walk you through that journey of different things that I dealt with and and situations that I felt like were causing me to feel like I had nothing to live for. And um, in one particular instance, when I was in high school, I remember that I actually tried to slip my wrist because, you know, these are things that we see on TV and we watch in movies and television shows. And so I thought that this was the way that I was going to go. And so I had slipped my wrist to no avail. I even took a bottle, a bottle of pills and I waited and waited and waited, but nothing happened. And that's when Jesus gently whispered in my ear and he said, daughter, I won't let you die. You have too much at stake. What we have planned for you is going to blow your mind. You have too much to live for. I can't let you go out like this. And so again, that was in my teenage years. And one would have thought that that would have been the moment that completely changed my life. And I would never travel down that road with those thoughts of suicide again. But unfortunately, that's not the truth. And as I said, I came into adulthood battling some of the same things. And so in in the book, I really speak very candidly about one particular day. Um, I And I had children. I think I had two daughters at the time. And I was really battling. Um, I was working a job I hated. I felt like, you know, I was wasting my life away. I was not living my life on purpose. Um, maybe there were some things going on with me financially. I was struggling. Um, there was issues in my marriage. I just felt like a, a failure on so many fronts. And so this time, I knew that 
I was going to um, do this and I was going to do it right, especially since I had failed attempts before. <laughs> and so um, I, as I drove to work that morning, I was contemplating how I was going to do this. And this time it was going to work. I'm not going to get into any graphic details, but this particular time it was going to work because I, as I said, I had failed before and I'm not a failer. I'm not a quitter. And so I'm going to figure out how to make this happen. And so I was determined to be successful at my suicide attempt this particular day. And um, so I drove to work and I got to work and, and my goal was to find a date on the calendar. Like I was going to be really strategic. I had to plan this because, you know, I'm super busy. So I had to make sure that this was a date that was going to work. And I know this all sounds absurd now, but, you know, when you're in that space and mentally, you know, the, the, the enemy is dropping all of these seeds and telling you that you're not worthy and you don't deserve to live and the world would be better off if you were not here. You would be better off if you were not here. The people around you won't miss you or it won't affect them anyway. You begin to just come up with different thoughts and that's where I was. And so I got to work and I sat down and I began to flip through this calendar that my oldest daughter had created for me as a gift. And um, it was a handmade calendar with different um, artwork for each month of the year. And I flipped to June because um, I think it was the end of the end of um, May and I was planning for the, the following month. Like we were about to step over into June and I flipped over to June and there the artwork was literally her footprints, her, her footprints that she had made. I'm standing in some sand and I heard the Lord clear as day. He said, Kristen, you have something to live for. This is what you have to live for. And I sat at my desk and I just cried and I cried and I cried. But I was so grateful to God because again, he He popped in at the most opportune moment. Like I needed to hear those words. I needed to see that picture. And I probably had thumbed through that calendar um, before, especially when she first gave it to me. But it was at that moment that those footprints stuck with me. And another reason that I believe they were so, um, so, so important to me because I, the footprints in the sand, that poem that is, you know, it's kind of been around for a really long time. That poem has always resonated with me where at, at one point in the life of this person, as they're flashing back, they see two footprints in the sand. And, and those are the times when, you know, life is easy and life is good, but then there are moments when there's only one footprint in the sand and this person questions God and say, you know, why did you leave me at the, at those hardest times of my life? Why was there only one footprint in the sand? And the Lord responds and says, those are the moments that I carried you. I promise to never leave you. So those are the moments that I carried you. And so when I saw that sand and I saw those footprints, I was reminded that even in that moment, God was carrying me. And so when he said that I had something to live for, he's like, listen, this is a rough season of your life, but you are going to get through this. I am carrying you. I'm not leaving you. And you definitely have something to live for. So today, this empower moment, this moment to empower yourself, this is specifically for those of you who are struggling. And many of you, probably most of you, if you have thoughts of suicide, no one even 
even knows about them. You are struggling all by yourself. You're feeling so isolated. You're feeling alone. But I want to remind you that God is with you. He has promised never to leave you nor forsake you. And he is carrying you in this moment. And he wants you to know that you have something to live for. Now, I'm going to say this. Um, Prayer is is of the utmost importance, but I want to encourage you that if you are really struggling and you cannot shake these feelings and you have even maybe as far as me gone to the point of planning out how you're going to take your life, I encourage you to seek out therapy and seek it out immediately. You need help. You cannot do this alone. And I'm going to be honest, I did not seek out therapy because in that season of my life that wasn't even something that was on my mind um there was still such a huge stigma attached to to therapy in the black community and so that's not even something that was even talked about very openly and so but um what I want you to do is to seek out some help I believe in Jesus and therapy they work both of them you know don't get so spiritual that you are not seeking out the clinical professionals who are trained to help you navigate this who are trained to help you figure out what's going on mentally and internally that has you in this place but um do not believe the the, the lies that the enemy wants you to believe. He wants you to believe that you have nothing to live for, that it's not worth being here. But God is telling you that you shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. And so that's exactly what I'm doing today. I am living. I decided not to die. Thank God that he snatched me out of the enemy's hand, that he um, reminded me who I was. He spoke truth over me to drown out those lies. So yes, seek, seek Jesus, seek therapy, find a confidant, someone who you can confide in, someone who can hold you accountable, who can pray you through, who can walk you through, who can encourage you who you can call in the midnight hour I remember a moment and this is that adult depression that I struggled with I remember um being in a very very dark place and it was late at night I want to say it may have been one or two o'clock in the morning and I was sitting on my bathroom floor just losing it losing it and this is even after that footprints in the sand encounter again so let me tell you something this thing came back up again again and I'm not proud of that but I'm saying that um, when when that seed has been planted until it's completely rooted out, it will continue to try to burst forth that that seed will continue to try to sprout because Satan is relentless in his approach. He's on his job. He wants to steal, kill and destroy. So he's not letting up. That's one thing about him. He is on his job. He is going to do what his job is. Okay. And so it's, it's up to you to be on your job and to safeguard yourself and to guard your heart and your mind, allow the peace of God to guard you. Okay. So here I was sitting on my bathroom floor, having a moment and it's, late at night and I called my best friend I was bawling my eyes out and I couldn't even convey to her exactly why I felt the way I did but my feelings were real and and I was struggling and she sat there and she talked to me and it was late like I said and she's even in a different time zone so it was even later where she was but she 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 walked walked me through that and she talked me through that and she didn't let me go until she felt like I was in a place where I was stable so you need someone with you you need a confidant and if you don't have someone pray 
Ask God to send you someone. Ask him to reveal someone to you. We are not meant to do life alone, guys. We're not meant to do it alone. And maybe that confidant is just your your therapist. So pray about, you know, where to go seeking a therapist. Um, I, I speak a lot to the black women because I am a black woman. I know that a lot of black women listen to this podcast. So go to therapyforblackgirls.com and find you a therapist in your area who can help you walk through this thing. You cannot give up. God has so much planned for you. So ladies, today, I simply want to empower you to realize that you have so much to live for and live, live, ladies, live. And I'm going to ask you a few questions that I'm going to share a few questions with you that may be dancing around in your mind. And here are the answers, because what happens is you'll ask yourself these questions and then the enemy will begin to give you the answers. But his answers are lies. And so I want to give you the word of God, which is truth to answer these questions anytime they pop up in your mind anytime you find yourself battling what you're going through so what happens when all hope is gone and you feel as though you have nowhere to turn the answer is psalm 18 and 2 the lord is my rock my fortress and my deliverer my god is my rock in whom i take refuge he is my shield and the horn of my salvation my stronghold you can even answer with isaiah 41 and 13 For I, the Lord, thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying to thee, fear not, I will help thee. What happens when when you question yourself and you say, what do I do when I seem as if there is nothing left worth living for? Ephesians 2 and 10, it says, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the things that he planned for us long ago. You are a masterpiece. That's how you know you got something to live for. God created you to do great works a long time ago. He planned them before you were even a seed in your mother's womb. That's how you know you have something to live for. What do I say to the enemy as he torments me with thoughts of suicide? You say Psalm 118, 17. You speak that over your life. I will live. I, I will not die, but live and proclaim what the Lord has done. I will not die, but live, live, ladies, live. And lastly, what happens when I don't have the answers to any of these questions or some of the other questions that will come up? James 1 and 5, it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to him. The word of God is your truth. You have to stand on it. And I know sometimes when you're in that place of deep depression and you've crossed over into thoughts of suicide and thinking that you're not worthy Um, Life would be better. You want to end your misery. misery. You're tired of struggling. Sometimes it's hard to even get to that point of wanting to dive into God's word. But I encourage you to get you at least one scripture that you can hang on to. Hide your favorite scripture in your heart. For me, it's Psalm 46 and 5. That scripture, that's my go-to on a bad day. That's my go-to when I don't feel like diving into my word. Like I'm just in such a place where I'm stuck and I, I just meditate on it over and over again. It says God is within her. 
she will not fall. He will help her at the break of day. So I'm reminded that God is within me. And if God is within me, I can stand up against anything that is coming against me. He is not going to let me fall. And at the break of day, he is coming to be my help. He is coming to pull me out of that pit. So I encourage you, hey, if you want to steal that one, go ahead. <laughs> That's the word of God. It's, it's here for all of us. Take Psalm 46 and 5 or take any of these scriptures that I just quoted, but get you some word and hide it in your heart. Hide it in your heart so that on those dark, dark days, you can continue to meditate it on it. And, and when the enemy begins to drop these lies in your mind, you can, you can combat it with the word of God. That's what extinguishes his lies, the word of God. So stand on it. So pray, find you a therapist, find you a confidant and declare these words, speak these words aloud. I shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. I am God's handiwork. He created me. I'm a masterpiece. Speak these words aloud. Allow them to allow your ears to hear them and allow them to penetrate down in your spirit. So I am praying for you. I am praying for you. And if you have never dealt with um, suicide or thoughts of suicide yourself, and it's, it's, it's not one of your struggles, I encourage you to be the light, be the light, be the confidant for somebody, be the person who's praying and encouraging someone else, be the light in this dark, dark world, because we need you. We need you. Know that I am praying for you, ladies, as always. Know that um, you are loved and, and God says you have something to live for, okay? Remember, take a moment daily to empower yourself, daily daily. And even with that, the more you build yourself up, the stronger you become. The more you take those moments to empower yourself, to empower yourself in God's word, the stronger you become and the less likely the enemy can, can have his way with you because you're strong in the word. You're strong in the Lord. Okay, guys, I love you so much. And, um, we'll be back next week with another empower moment. In the meantime, stay encouraged and stay blessed. It's Kristen R. Harris, and I'm signing out. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Empower Moments podcast. We pray that this episode has been a blessing to you. Please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends. Visit EmpowerMoments.org to learn more about our mission and to purchase your book. We'll see you next week.